0: Pittsburgh Steeler fans, what's going on? This is Jeff Hartman, editor of BehindTheSteelCurtain.com with you for another episode of The Standard is a Standard. Folks, we promise you content. We promise you certain shows. And even though I'm by myself, and even though it's 10.25 p.m. Eastern Standard Time on Saturday night, we realize that you deserve to get The standard is the standard. And I know my co-host Lance Williams was on earlier. He's not able to join me. And you know what? I wasn't sure if I was going to do the show tonight, but I was like, you know what? Andrew Luck retires. People probably want to talk about it. They probably want to talk about it. They probably want to see if it impacts the Steelers. And you know what? The Steelers on Sunday night, they play the Tennessee Titans in week three of the preseason. I'm sure people have some questions. So I said, you know what? Let's get on there. Let's get on the air. Let's talk about it. So if you're in the live chat right now, Make sure you're active. Let's talk about all the stuff that's going on. The, the, the headline or title of this episode is the ever-changing NFL landscape. Because you think about, okay, Andrew Luck retires. And so now that impacts the Steelers. You know, because in week nine, when they're supposed to the Colts, are coming to Heinz Field for a 1 o'clock kickoff, you, it was, it was going to be slated to be Andrew Luck versus Ben Roethlisberger now it's Andrew, not Andrew Luck, it's Jacoby Brissett and Ben Roethlisberger. Really not, doesn't really have the same ring to it, so to speak. Um, and then you also, there's some other news too uh, that'll probably, I'll run this article tomorrow morning, that the New England Patriots, oh my goodness, their week one roster is not going so well, if you know what I mean. Ben Watson's already been suspended for the first four games of the season. Lance Kendricks gets suspended for the first game for violating the team's substance abuse policy. And then Patrick Chung is going to be dealing with potential possession of cocaine, uh, and he might miss Week 1. So that team up north... You know that everyone says is the quote unquote model franchise and is going to be one of those situations where everyone should do it the way that they do it, because Bill Belichick always has such good control of his players. And you know what? Last season, when the Steelers were going through their turmoil, this would never happen in New England, ever, never happen yet. It's happening. Here we go. And so you look at the, the the Steelers and Patriots in week one, and we'll break this down uh, ad nauseum, I guarantee you, by the time the game rolls around. But there's no Gronk. There's no Ben Watson. There's no Lance Kendricks. They're thin at tight end. We think the, 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 the I say Pirates. I'm wearing a Pirate shirt. I apologize. Uh, These think the Steelers are thin at tight end. The Patriots are going to be mighty tight, thin at tight end as well for that week one matchup. And so the biggest news, though, is that Andrew Luck is retiring. Andrew Luck is retiring from football at the age of 29. And so basically what that means is he, the, the guy has been through a lot in his six seasons in the NFL. Uh, that torn labrum in his shoulder took a long time to heal. Uh, he gets back from that. Now they, there's a mysterious calf ankle injury. Some were comparing it to uh, Kevin Durant's injury, which turned out to be an Achilles. Um, it's just one of the situations where I guess Andrew Luck looked at his life longevity and said it's not worth it for me anymore and this happens it happens it happens it happens a lot I just published an article on behind the curtain.com about it just to give people a place to discuss the news and uh, one of the things that I wrote was that you know when an NFL franchise drafts a quarterback, number one overall and is a good quarterback we're not talking about a Ryan Leaf type guy. Um, it was one of those situations where you know, you're know you expecting to get 10, 15 years on average out of this player. And you look at the Steelers at Ben Roethlisberger. They draft him 11th overall, obviously. And then all of a sudden, he's still playing in the year 2019. You look at Tom Brady as an example. He's still playing well into his 40s. It happens to so these, these franchise quarterbacks. You're expecting this longevity. So now the Colts, what are they doing? I mean, my goodness it's 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 a situation where if i'm the if I'm the colts if I'm the Colts'm I'm, I'm saying my gosh how are you just now telling us how are you just now and they are playing a, they were playing a game <laughs> when this news broke They said andrew Luck is just mingling with teammates on the sideline as if nothing's going on news is spreading like wildfire fans hear about it he's walking off the field fans are doing it I don't know how I would respond if I were in the crowd and say Ben Roethlisberger did this. But, my gosh, I mean, it's one of those situations where it's just so strange that he would wait this long. He would wait and leave them with really no option. I don't know what Jacoby Brissett's going to do. you got to think he played when Luck was rehabbing his shoulder. But at the same time, you know, the the (laughs) Colts... the Colts are seem like they're between a rock and a hard place at, at this point in time, but it, it definitely changes the landscape of the AFC South, especially in the AFC, the Indianapolis Colts were considered to be one of the top tier teams in the AFC, a team that is going to not just make the playoffs, but contend. And now you have to wonder if that would still be the case with Jacoby Brissett at quarterback. We'll see. Um, The ever-changing NFL landscape can certainly impact the black and gold, the Pittsburgh Steelers. So, with that said, let's talk about – we can talk about whatever you guys want. Late-night episode of The Standard is the Standard. We can talk about the Colts. We can talk about Andrew Luck. We can talk about the Patriots and their mishaps up north. We can talk about the upcoming game tonight. Um tomorrow night i guess i should say if you're listening to this on sunday it would be sunday night or or that night um we can talk about whatever you want let's talk about some i want to talk about some players i want to watch it's typically something that we we talk about on the standard is the standard and which by the way while i have it on the top of my head next during the regular season we will have a set schedule where the standard is the standard will be on wednesday nights live on youtube as well as our podcast platform on Thursdays. And so on Sundays, assuming that the, the football game that the Steelers play is on Sunday, you'll have the post game show on Sunday. Monday, you'll have the Hangover. Tuesday, you'll have the Stat Geek with Dave Schofield. Wednesday will be the Standard as a Standard. Thursday will continue to be the preview and then either friday and or saturday one of them will be the burning question one of them will be yeah i said it with lance williams and then we repeat the process so just in case you're wondering okay william these games are a little crazy right now we're trying to get our our ducks in a row that's what's going to happen once the season starts okay so who are you excited to see for the steelers this sunday night i don't want to just say specific players let's let's take it a step further let's talk about specific situations so i'll give you an example i am excited to see james washington when ben roethlisberger is a quarterback that's what i want to see because we know that james washington he did this last year as a rookie played really well with dobbs played really well with rudolph clearly because rudolph was his college quarterback but at the same time I'm anxious to see if he can continue to have that level of success that he's had so far in the preseason with Ben Roethlisberger, a quarterback. And on the flip side of that, Dante Moncrief has supposedly developed this uncanny relationship with Ben Roethlisberger. And at the same time has one, had one reception for one yard and one fumble in the week two preseason game against the chiefs at Heinz field last weekend. So, I kind of want to see how Ben Roethlisberger looks, and it's going to be such a small sample size. So, again, take it with a grain of salt for anyone that's trying to draw some really strong conclusions from this performance. But, nonetheless, I'm excited to see what the Steelers quarterback situation in terms of Ben Roethlisberger is with the receivers that he's going to be throwing passes to in the regular season. Um, So, you know, you have a, uh, a couple comments on the screen here Joel said I'd like to see Moncrief have a good game with Ben agree 100%. Um Matt Thomas says he wants to see the secondary. Yeah, it's, it's a good one too. I want to see the Steelers secondary as well to see how they do. Uh you know, I'm not saying that the Tennessee Titans are going to have the best, you know, passing attack in the league with Marcus Mariota. But you know what's going to be a good matchup is the Steelers receivers versus the Titans secondary. The Titans secondary is pretty legit. So there you go. Lance says, Jeff, it's slot receiver. Um, no, if you might confuse me with Brian Switzer. We're about the same size. But no, that's a, <laughs> that's a no. Um, here's a good one from Nico. He says, I want to see a lot more Stephen Nelson. It's looking like Joe Hayden is not going to play. And so with that being said, I think the attention should naturally turn to Steven Nelson. And it should turn into, you know, what is this guy going to be providing for the Steelers this year? Anything above a Cody Sensabaugh, in my opinion, is a win. But at the same time, Cody Sensabaugh at least was able to go out and, and make some plays. So Stephen Nelson, you know, he had four interceptions last year. I don't know. Uh Matthew Thomas asked him Am i that short. Yeah, I think I'm 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 five foot nine and I'm pretty sure that's the same height as uh Ryan Switzer. He might have me by like five pounds though. So last I checked, I'm not sure. Uh Joel also says a very good point, which is always, always, always important to say. No injuries. That's really all that matters. Get out of this thing clean because um I can't think of his name off the top of my head. I just saw the news before we went live that the Texans are fearing that they're starting running back towards ACL and he's out for the year. That's horrible news to hear anytime it's an exhibition game. It's just, it's like a huge gut punch, just a huge gut punch, especially for the player. You work hard all year long. And then all of a sudden the time comes for you to actually shine. And, you have a season-ending injury in the in a meaningless preseason game. Thank you, getting bent with bow chimes in, and it's Lamar Miller. So, it's it's just a bad it's a bad move. So that can happen. So you don't want any injuries. Keep it clean. That's important. Nico says uh, Devin Bush with the rest of the starters should be intriguing too. I'm I I'm at a point with me where I'm very wary of putting too much stock into how Mike Tomlin puts players on the field in the preseason. So, for instance, let's say that Ben Roethlisberger exits a game and they go to Joshua Dobbs as the next quarterback. I am not sure if I am going to read into that as he is has the advantage as the potential QB2 on the depth chart. Just like if they're trying to get Vince Williams some time in the game, and Devin Bush doesn't start, that that, that would mean that Devin Bush isn't going to play in Week One with the starters when they go to New England to play the Patriots. I'm not really sure how Mike Tomlin. Sometimes you know, he says it in press conferences all the time, that sometimes he just wants a certain um, he just wants a certain personnel grouping together, and sometimes it's situational. So if you think back to last week or sorry, two weeks ago against the Buccaneers at home, uh, Joshua Dobbs got the start, but it's about the four-minute mark left in the second the half, I believe. Mason Rudolph was inserted into the game, and a lot of fans were kind of wondering, well, why are they doing this? It's because he wanted to see Mason Rudolph in that specific situation. So there you go. Um, let's go through some other people that uh, people were excited to see um Artie Burns yes let's see if he can continue to play well I'm sure he'll see more time he might actually see the start if Joe Hayden doesn't play and I'm sure the Steelers are perfectly fine with that they want to see what he can do and if he considers to is going to continue to um improve the way that we see that he has been Ali says he wants to see Deontay Spencer take it to the house he certainly looks like he's close if they get the blocking which I think the Steelers special team's blocking units are just awful so there you go um snowman a few more sacks and turnovers from the defense uh yeah the defense is getting close on a lot of sacks but like we said before on this show when lance joins me is that sometimes it's not just about sacks it's about pressures getting pressure on the quarterback and if you think back to week two when the starters were in there against patrick mahomes um they didn't get to mahomes but they pressured mahomes and it forced Mahomes to have to get the ball out and throw it earlier than he wanted. And he caused some errand throws, and they were able to settle in and do that. So we'll see. Okay. Um, some people are firing away with some questions. If you have any questions that you want to answer, feel free to do that. And then. Um, Obviously, if you want to use a Super Chat feature, you can. That's wherever you type in your comments, whether you're using a tablet, whether you're using a phone or a desktop computer. Uh, there's a little dollar sign. You can hit that dollar sign and donate any amount of money to the program. You don't have to do that, but you absolutely can if you want. If you do, it'll guarantee that I will answer your question live on the air. So um, question from Bo was, do I think the Devlin Hodges will unseat Joshua Dobbs? I don't. Uh, I think he has a chance, but I don't. Uh, Joshua Dobbs would have to really, really play poorly for that to happen. And I'm not saying it's impossible, but I'm saying that he would really have to. I'm talking crucial interceptions, fumbles, bad reads, bad throws, and, and Hodges would have to get an opportunity to play earlier in the game and prove his worth in that way. I hate to say that because if you were to go find tape of me talking last year at this time, I would have said there's no chance that Landry Jones doesn't make the team. And yet here we are. Landry Jones is a, a, an XFL player waiting in the wings. So it's possible. I just wouldn't put money on it personally. All right. So uh, Joel says he's he's anxious to see Terrell Edmonds. That's a good one. I, I think so. Uh, double H says uh, Benny Snell Jr. He wants to see him. All right, let's see here. Any details on a denier surgery? Okay, now nothing official from this from Darren, by the way. Nothing official from the Steelers, but uh, his injury was a torn meniscus, reportedly. That typically carries. It's surgically cleaned up, uh, typically about a four-week rehab. So in that case, that happened. He had that surgery prior to week two in the preseason. So you think three weeks would take him up to the regular season. He might miss week one, week two. I don't think that they put him on injured reserve if that is the case, if his rehab is going well. I just don't think that, uh, you know, it's one of those – I don't think personally that um, it's going to keep him out long-term when he would start injured. Now, Matt Thomas brings up something, and I can't believe I didn't think of this, but it, it, it is a possibility with all the news that's going on if a team like the Colts is looking around saying, we have to find a quarterback, we have to find a quarterback. And he brings up Joshua Dobbs to the Colts. Would that be a possibility? And I have to think that if I'm the Colts general manager or the owner or the coach, Frank Reich, I'm, I'm thinking we need to find a guy that is ready to play right now and could possibly get this team, which is a pretty good football team, mind you, getting them to the playoffs, win the division, potentially make a push. I wouldn't be shocked if the Steelers get a phone call from Indianapolis and say, you've got three pretty good backup quarterbacks behind Ben Roethlisberger right now. Mason Rudolph, Joshua Dobbs, and Devlin Hodges. And they might say, hey, what would you be willing to give up? Or what would you want for them? You know, well, what would you want for one of those players? Now I'm sure the Steelers would say that Mason Rudolph is off limits. I just have that feeling. It's not because I'm a Mason Rudolph fan. I just have that feeling that the Steelers aren't gonna they're not gonna try and and send him away for anything. But they might be listening for Dobbs and maybe definitely Devlin Hodges. So maybe, maybe, maybe. Not sure. Maybe. Um <laughs> Ali asked a question that I'm not even remembering of. So, all right, uh, let's see here. Um, Justin brought Deontay Johnson. Now, Deontay Johnson was kind of dealing with some injury. Uh, I'm not sure what it was. Obviously, in the regular, in the preseason, Mike Tomlin does not have to state what the injury is. I'm not sure if he's going to be playing in on Sunday night. I hope he does because he looked pretty good in Week 2. I'd like to see him compound that and play a little bit better in Week 3. Lance brings up, uh, what young guys do you want to become the guys? And this was a topic of his show. Yeah, I said it. That was live on YouTube earlier this morning or this morning on the East Coast around midday, I guess, and is live on YouTube right now. Or it's on YouTube right now. It's also on our podcast platform everywhere you listen to your podcast. And the young guys that I have on the Steelers that I think can become the guys. When I think about that, there's one player maybe two that really come to mind. The first one is Terrell Edmonds because he has the pedigree of being a top draft pick. He's at a position that he played all last season. And he is a player that I feel is just waiting on the cusp to actually break out and become that playmaker that everyone's hoping for. Um, The second one is James Washington. I thought about Juju, but I'm thinking I feel like Juju Smith Schuster uh, is kind of beyond that I, I think he is the guy already so therefore he wouldn't fall into this category some might say he has a lot to prove i'm not one of those people i think he's proven enough i think he is the guy for the steelers at wide receiver like james connor i feel like he's done the same thing um You could say potentially, I I feel like TJ Watt is the guy. I don't feel like he would have to be in that category. So those are the two players. James Washington, because I feel like he is getting a better opportunity to go out and make plays, and so we'll see if he can actually do that. But those are the players that I thought of when I was thinking about, you know, all the different players. that Because I wrote this for Lance's Article that's going to run tomorrow morning on BehindtheSteelCurtain dot with his podcast embedded in it. The Steelers, outside the offensive line and quarterback, are a fairly young football team if you really think about it. And there's a lot of players that they're waiting for people to step up to step up and make a play. So you'll see you 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 know we'll see what happens there. Okay. Now and so here's something. That Bo, you know, Bo answers the question with with Bush, Devin Bush. He has has to become the guy. He has to become the guy, but can we expect him to become the guy this season, this early? It's not impossible, but can we really expect that to happen? I don't know. We'll see. We'll see. Um, Bo also says Cameron Sutton. That could be a good one. Um would you say a depth piece like Jalen Samuels could potentially be the guy? I'm not saying he's the starter, but could be a really good weapon for the team. Um, that's gonna be interesting. I'm not sure who else you would put in the um in the category there. So uh Lance says that he picked Washington, Connor Samuels, Sean Davis. I agree with all those. But wouldn't you say though that like I said, James Connor, I mean, he was a pro bowler last year. And he had a really good season. I just don't understand how he – he's the guy at running back for the Steelers. He has been for a season, so I, I, I wouldn't put him in there for that. So anyways, uh, Snowman with $2 in the tip jar. We appreciate that. What offensive lineman needs to step up? I think the obvious answer is Matt Filer, who's going to be playing right tackle most likely. Um, but at the same time uh, – I don't know. The, the offensive line is so solid. I, like I said earlier, they're getting older, they're a little longer, long in the tooth, so to speak. You hope that they keep that high level of the elite level of offensive line play. Really love to see them become better run blockers this year. They do a great job protecting Ben Roethlisberger. In the last three seasons, he is the least sacked quarterback in the National Football League. Uh, so those are really good numbers, but I'd love to see them be able to impose their will on the opposition, I think that would be really good. Uh, let's see here. Uh, Travis says that Brian Allen needs to step up. Uh, Brian Allen, I'm not even sure if he's going to make the 53-man roster because there was a time where I'm thinking, okay, he they're, they're labeling him as a cornerback slash safety. That's, that's a lot of versatility. You could make the team that way. Uh, when they're putting Mike Hilton back at safety over you, that's not good. It's not good. I'm not saying it's impossible because this guy's made the team every year since his rookie year, but I'm just, it's not good. We'll see what happens there. Um, Lance says, can he, Connor, be the best running back in the AFC North? That's tough because you look at a guy like Kareem Hunt in Cleveland. Well, he's suspended for the first what four to six weeks i'm i mean, i can't remember what the sentence actually was his punishment was for his off-field behavior but he's a really good running back and then you look at even nick chubb up in cleveland and you look at uh, joe mixon for cincinnati who as much as we can't stand the guy he's a good running back and he's a versatile running back and catch and run um you look at baltimore with them picking up um Oh my gosh, the running backs escaped me, but they made some moves at the running back position. So I think that it's going to be interesting to, um, to see, I think he could be, I, he could be, his name is definitely in the mix. Kevin chimes as the Andrew Luck just retired. Spend probably about the first five to 10 minutes talking about that, Kevin. So make sure you go back, check that out. And uh, we talk about it for sure. Um... Does Monday at the office feel like a storm? All right. Eight weeks. I'm sorry. That's the thanks for Bo and Lance for saying that it's eight weeks. It's tough for me to say that a guy like Kareem Hunt, who's going to miss half the season, is going to be considered the best back in the league in the in the division. I'm not sure. Mark Ingram, there you go. Um Dave Schofield chimes in. Brian Allen started off on the practice squad last year and got moved up mid season. Thank you, Dave, for the clarification. Appreciate it uh Steelers will lead the AFC North in rushing that's from Justin I would not hate it at all you know I we've talked on this show and Lance and I are together about trying to be balanced more Steelers offensively between the run and the pass it's never going to be 50-50 but at the same time if it could be 60-40 that would be a lot better than 70-30-80-20 which is kind of where this offense is going under Randy Feetner slash Ben Roethlisberger so there you have that um oh that's right. Bo brings up the bet between he and Dave Schofield. Said Dave Schofield is taking me to the to a game when the Steelers have 17 points in the first quarter, Mark. My question and I actually thought about this the, the day after we ran that show. And it, does it have to be 17 points exactly? Does it have to be on the button? Or what if the Steelers score 16 points? or if someone misses an extra point, I'd love to know some clarification there between Dave and Bo, because I really want 17 points so that Dave has to figure everything out. Oh, 17 or more. There you go. Very good. Uh, They're clarifying it there. So 17 or more points. So everyone that's out there watching the Steelers tomorrow night, national television, NBC, everyone should be rooting for the Steelers to score 17 or more points in the first quarter, because if they do... Bo is going to fly from California to Pittsburgh, and Dave is going to give him a ticket to a game of Dave's choice that at least makes something about this upcoming preseason game interesting. So there you have it. Uh, Here's a pretty cool story. Michael says he's going to his first Steelers game versus the Ravens on October 5th or the 6th, one or the other. He's not sure. He's ready right now. (laughs) I will say this, Michael, the very first time you go to Heinz Field for a regular season game, I don't care who they're playing um is a very special thing uh if you're a diehard Steeler fan go early check the whole stadium out go see all the the hall of honor the, the ring of whatever they call it their own little hall of fame uh go check that out walk around just take it all in it's it's awesome that's all I can say is just take it all in and here goes Lance with his Go to Pepe's instead of Permani Brothers because Pepe's was in his neighborhood, blah, blah, blah. We already know that. Okay, Jesse, $1.99 from Jesse says, uh, you guys see Andrew Luck is retiring. Crazy, yes, it is crazy. And we spent about the first five to 10 minutes of the show talking about that. Go back, check it out. We talk about it with how it impacts the Steelers, and it is crazy that he is absolutely going to hang it up at age 29. I haven't seen it yet. I really hope that captain andrew luck on twitter if you don't follow captain andrew luck on twitter or see his tweets being retweeted um i'm gonna miss that if he stops the twitter account i'm really gonna miss that because it's hysterical the the tweets that he has are just unbelievably funny he pretends that he's an old civil war captain and <laughs> it's just absolutely uh hysterical so there we go um Double HH obviously says, yeah, how lucky are we, Steeler fans, for having one quarterback the past 15 years and counting remember our good fortune? Yes. If you forget or you're not old enough, just think back to the Steelers of the early 90s when you had to deal with guys like Bubby Brister and Mike Tomzak and all those bums, Tommy Maddox, until they drafted Roethlisberger. So, yeah, it could be worse. All right. Darren says, do you think that Benny Snell Jr. will eventually break out this season, or is he already cons- considered a second-year project? I think, personally, that the, the way that Samuels and Connor, we know what Connor can do, and the way that Samuels has looked this preseason, that there's no way that Snell's going to be anything other than an insurance policy, period. He's a guy that in case someone goes down, he should be able to step in. He's going to be playing special teams probably. So I, I don't think absolutely that he's I, I don't think he's going to be needed. I hope he's not going to be needed this year, but he's a project. Absolutely. I, I would fully expect Benny Snell to follow the same trajectory that all the other running backs that students have drafted. That's Le'Veon Bell. That was, I'm sorry, butt naked and robbed. Um that's James Conner. That's Jalen Samuels. They all did the same thing. They come in, they think that they're ready to go, and they're not. And they get told by Mike Tomlin and the conditioning t- staff hey, you got to go out, you got to get in better shape. It's not about being bigger, stronger, faster. It's about being better conditioned, being able to run, cut, more agile, a lighter player. And so when they make those changes, and that happened with Le'Veon Bell. But naked and robbed that happened with James Conner and it looks like it's happening with Jalen Samuels in year two so if he follows that same trajectory I think he could be okay he just has to he has to get faster we'll put it that way as, as Lance is timing in with his nickname for Benny Snell is Benny instead of Benny and the Jets the Elton John song it's Benny no Jets if you think that's bad you can talk to Lance Williams not me that's his saying and I'll put it here on the screen so you guys believe me <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, Thomas says, I want to see Snell brought in to close out blowout games. Give Connor and Samuels Fresh in a blowout game, sure. But this is not Jerome Bettis, people. Some people are thinking that Benny Snell is gonna be able to get the ball and carry people for five yards and then get the ball again and carry people for five more yards and get another first down and just churn it out and grind the clock. I have yet to see anything about this guy against third and four string players that makes me think that that's ever going to happen in the near future. So there you go. Um, Okay. So let's, uh, I'll tell you what this is. We're about 30 minutes in. I didn't want to have I didn't want to be a long podcast. I wanted this to be a chance for people to get a chance to talk about the Steelers. If you missed Lance's show earlier today, go back, watch it, listen to it. And remember, if you are wondering, like holy crap, they just did a show at 10 20 on a Saturday night. Yes. No, I don't go out on Saturday nights anymore. We have five kids. That's not an option. But also, if you follow us on YouTube. Subscribe to our channel. So go to youtube.com, go to BTSC Steelers Radio, BTSC Steelers Radio, subscribe, turn your notifications on for your YouTube app. And every time we go live, you'll get a push button notification. That way you don't miss a show. It's the best thing I can tell you. Otherwise, just make sure you always check in the channel. Make sure that you are following us on all our audio platforms all of our shows now are simulcast both on youtube and then also put over to our audio so if you're someone that has a commute or likes to listen to it on treadmill or whatever the case may be you can listen to it on anywhere you find your podcast subscribe so that you don't miss a thing i thank everyone for joining me in this late night episode of the standard is a standard make sure you check us out tomorrow and every day BehindTheSteelCurtain.com should be your one-stop shop for all things Pittsburgh Steelers. I will see you all tomorrow night, late Sunday night, after the Steelers Week 3 preseason game against the Tennessee Titans on the Steelers postgame. We'll see you next week for another episode of The Standard is the Standard.